0: Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. Welcome to another very awesome episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. We're very glad to be able to come together once again, and we're going to be talking a lot about Disney Parks news tonight. A lot has happened in the past couple of weeks since we have talked about Disney and and it's time to move on into the future and we're going to discuss some of what has been happening and some of what will be happening here pretty soon. We're also going to talk about our question of the day and if you are new to Travel Tips Tuesday every week we have a question of the day to kind of generate a little bit of topic and conversation and would love to hear your answer to that. Uh, Feel free to drop that in the uh, drop that to me via email or via my Facebook page. I would love to know. Uh, That's just something that I find most Disney fans love about. Talking about, and that question is, what makes Disney magic magical? What makes Disney magic magical? And there are a lot of different little sort of anecdotes and stories and things that kind of come along with what we're going to talk tonight. Talk about in this particular episode uh, that's tonight, as I'm recording this uh, on uh, on Tuesday. So we love to hear from you uh, if you're listening to this after I've recorded it. So thank you again so much for tuning in. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you're listening on your iPhone, Android, uh, you know through iTunes, whatever whatever you're listening, however you're listening, thank you. This is not a sponsored show, and I do it just because it's fun, and I find a lot of people like talking about this stuff. So uh, thank you so much. Hope you enjoy it, and let's get into it, shall we? This is June the second. 2020 and this is Travel Tips Tuesday and our question of the day is what makes Disney magic so magical again very basic question very simple, what makes Disney Magic so magical, and it's one of those things you know that um, I, I hear people hey Tim, uh, I hear people talking about all the time like when you're talking about Disney magic like why do people you know go back? Why do people want to go back? Why is, like why are so many people on edge right now of, of wanting to try to figure out a way to get back? Or maybe, maybe another way to look at it is you know why are people um on edge about going back like they want to be there, but maybe you know they're they're concerned about being there right now, like a lot of people miss it. Right. You know, when, when I ask people, when I talk to people about vacations, they always turn around and they look back and they they name some. OK, it was like a honeymoon trip. It was a birthday celebration. And, you know, we're, we're going to get into kind of some of that a little bit tonight and kind of why Disney specifically comes up in conversation over and over and over again. So uh, we're not going to talk about parks specifically outside of news. We're not going to talk about, you know, food or, uh, you know, any really specific thing, but more so one uh, specific part of uh, of the of the Walt Disney world culture um, that I think uh, will make sense to a lot of you out there, so hang on tonight and if you saw my question I posted a little while ago. Um, you'll kind of get a little bit of a teaser about where I'm going to head with that. So again, I uh, would love for you to answer my question of the day in tonight's conversation here. Uh, that question is, what makes Disney magic so magical? So as we get into it, let's first talk about a little bit of Disney news, uh, some Disney park news. So some things that have come out kind of recently, and you know, it, it seems like there's some sort of new update or uh, some sort of... Uh, Something that's that's going on in uh, in in the world of Disney parks, um, but I'm gonna kind of give y'all a, a few updates on where we are now uh, very quickly. So Disney parks are reopening, starting with the Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom on July 11th, and Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios on July 15th. Now, there's all sorts of questions out there. Will people have to wear masks? What sort of social distancing guidelines will there be? You know how you know how is Disney gonna protect the. Guests? And and all those sorts of things. Well, Disney is being very, very, very intentional about this process. So I think sometimes Disney gets thrown under the boat, thrown under the bus, so to speak, or boat, (laughs) Uh, but thrown under the bus, as it were, um, because they tend to take their time a little bit, right? Well, they're being intentional about it. They're not hurrying to make a decision, and I think rightly so. So, um, you know, be on the lookout. There's some great places to go for official information. Excuse me. Disney Parks actually has a public uh, Know Before You Go uh, website set up to kind of give people sort of an expectation of what they can expect. Um, You know, a great way to kind of get a more real-time uh, sort of level of expectation is to look at what's been going on at Disney Springs. So Disney Springs is open. Uh, a majority of the, you know, restaurants and shops are open. Not all of them. Um, you know, entertainment, live entertainment is not really happening right now, but it's still a great place to go and shop a little bit and grab a bite. Uh, if you want to go uh, to Disney property and do that in central Florida. But, you know, so you can look and kind of gauge what the experience might be like a little bit there. But of course, uh, the parks themselves are a completely different animal, and Disney's being very careful uh, about, uh, you know, what they're doing to uh, make the guest experience the best one, uh, best one possible. So just be on the lookout for those things. Uh, on that note, there are a few things that have changed as far as, you know, uh, different kind of planning tools and, uh, operational guidelines for Disney parks as they look forward to this reopening uh, some of them are as follows the fast pass system has been temporarily eliminated uh, so if you're going to the park um, fast passes are no longer a thing as of right now it has not been a permanent move uh, as far as what I understand um, but for the foreseeable future fast passes will not be something that uh, that you can get so there's all sorts of rumors and speculation about what that's going to look like uh, Disney has released kind of an official statement on um, how they're going to handle some of that, uh, which I'm going to address here in just a minute. Um, Also dining plans, so if you're familiar with uh, the Disney dining plans, the quick service uh, the Disney Dining Plan, or like the, I think there's the Disney Plus Dining Plan, which is the newest version, and then also the Deluxe Plan. If you're familiar with those, we've talked about dining plans a lot on Travel Tips Tuesday. Um, those are no longer a thing. You know, my wife and one of our good friends had one for their trip in September. I have a lot of other folks that had them that were looking forward to using them on their trips. Um, and that's currently not a possibility. And you know, there's a lot of you know thought out there that they're doing that um, because you know dining. Um, the ability to dine in certain places, you know, may not be available. So availability will be limited at certain locations. You know, it won't just be, you know, them having Casey's corner open at Magic Kingdom and that's it. I mean, there will be table services available. There will be multiple quick service locations uh, available and, you know, snack options and stuff like that for people that are going in there. You know, we don't specifically know what those are what specific places those are yet, but um, you know, as they are looking towards limiting, um, you know, guests that are coming in, uh, but also you know, fast passes, uh, attraction experiences, you know, stuff like that. Is as, as far as a capacity goes, you know, we've we've talked about that a few weeks ago, uh, when we sort of speculated what reopening uh, might look like, capacity was the number one thing, uh, you know, in, in the hotels and the parks and the restaurants and the attractions, all of those things, and that is going to be a key, that is going to be a key factor when it comes to the whole, uh, you know, staying safe and healthy and those kinds of things. So, um, you know, again, the Disney Parks does have an official "Know Before You Go" site, and when we're finished, I should have dropped that in the comments. But when we're finished, I'll make sure to drop that uh, in our in in the comments in the description as well, just so folks can have a chance to see that. So, uh, so the Fast Passes uh, have temporarily been paused, as the dining plans have been as well. Um, you know, you can actually make dining reservations at Disney Springs right now, but you cannot do that in the parks. Uh, or at the resort hotels currently. Uh, So they're select, basically limited locations where you can make uh, dining reservations. And it's pretty much just the places that are currently open uh, as of right now on property. So uh, all dining reservations were canceled. So if you had a future trip uh, booked, you probably already know this, um, but dining plans were canceled. So you can't you know the reservations people have were canceled, so you could not pre-book them a hundred and you know eighty days out in advance, like you might be able to normally. Um, now, what Disney has done is they have reduced that window down to sixty days um, for people to be able to make a dining reservations. So please be aware of that moving forward. Uh, currently, even though you know if you have a trip booked in July or sixty days out from you know this very day, whatever date that is in August. Um, to be aware that uh, you can't make dining reservations just yet for in the park. So uh, they have not released that ability uh, just yet. So we're looking forward to that to see uh, when that moment comes. So um, Disney's always coming out with some sort of news and guidelines. And, uh, you know, there's even kind of the rumor mill circulating that they might have another announcement this week about Disney, having to do with Disney Park. So, you know, we'll see uh, we'll see what happens there. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, a new park reservation system is actually going to be used uh, to help admit guests and sort of control the flow of traffic as they come uh, in and out of Disney parks. So please be aware of that as well. Uh, that This is in addition to your valid theme park admission. So guests will have to have a theme park ticket or pass of some sort that is valid for that particular day uh, in use and park to be able to get into uh, said park. The details of how that reservation system will work have not been released yet. So again, there's a lot of speculation out there, but I try to be very intentional on sharing, you know, up-to-date information and, you know, not, you know, leading people astray. So I'll tell you what I think, but I'm going to tell you that's what I think. (laughs) I'll tell you that it's speculation and that it's not truth. And I'll kind of try to gather the facts from the source um you know so i 'm not out for you know getting a number of clicks or trying to make advertising dollars or whatever so this is this is how it is right, so just be aware of that. Uh, Disney is not, also you might want to know if you do have uh, a reservation that you're concerned about at this point. Um, if you say, if you're traveling and you're kind of stuck, you're like, I can't do anything with my reservation right now. Um, and, you know, I'd really like to move the dates in the four, but you know, in, in the future, but I can't, what Disney is doing right now is, you know, they're not really allowing guests to do much with their reservations if they are currently on the books. So there are some options that you have. And the best thing to do is to contact your travel agent. Hopefully it's the travel agency agent, you know, just saying, (laughs) um, but just contact them, uh, and, you know, we can tell you kind of what we can do with your reservation, what your options are at that point, what we think you should do, um, the, uh, cancellation windows, uh, you know, or have kind of temporarily been, uh, flexed a little bit. So, you know, it used to be, you know, 30 days final payment was due. And, you know, after that your trip would be auto auto canceled, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, Right now, um, they're allowing a lot of flexibility within that system because Disney, as they're being intentional, as I've mentioned, and kind of you know taking some time to do things the best way they know how, uh, because it's not just about bringing guests in, right? They have cast members there. Um, which we're going to talk about in a minute, that are there also, so that they have to bring up to speed on their curtain guidelines and operating procedures. They have to bring them up to speed on, you know, if there have been any uh, changes in whatever attraction that they're in, if they're being, you know, reassigned, uh, you know, those kinds of things. So uh, they're going to have to have enough time to make sure their people are in place. So there's lots of moving parts. I mean, when you have, you know, tens of thousands of people that work for for one, you know, destination. I mean, Walt Disney World is the single largest uh, single site employer in the United States. They're, I think, one time with the most popular vacation spot in the world, at least among theme parks, for sure, theme park destinations. So, um, you know, it, it's going to take a little bit of time. But again, if you have questions about this, right, if you've watched a YouTube video, if you saw something on Instagram, or on the news, or whatever, and you're like, yeah, that really worries me, or that doesn't sound right, or that scares me, or whatever it is, just talk to somebody who's dialed in from the source, right, don't, don't talk to pundits, (laughs) because they'll, uh, they'll send you in the wrong direction, remember that thing, how people thought that Walt Disney World wasn't going to be open in 2020 at all, well, uh, we obviously know now that that's, that's, did not show up to be true, so, Let's just be intentional and be, be, uh, be well aware about where we're getting our information from. So let's go back to our question of the day. If you do have an answer, I would love to know that. Again, uh, feel free to, show, to share this. So this is uh, the part, the, the news is kind of the boring like yeah, yeah part. So those of you that are still on uh, right now, thank you for hanging out for a little bit. Please like this, share that, love it. Give me a shout out. Let me know that you're watching. Buddy, Tim, I see some of y'all hopping on tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about some cool stuff. Uh, some fun things that I think are hopeful because right now in our world, um, there's uh, there's a lot of crazy things going on, and, <clears throat> and which I'm not going to specifically address tonight. I mean, I have addressed those on other platforms, um, but right now tonight, I want to talk about one thing that I think could kind of help, uh, help with that somewhat, but also give people um, an opportunity to dream a little bit. So let's dream a little, shall we? What makes Disney magical? Disney Magic Magical. I would love to hear your answer. Feel free to drop that in the comments. So the first kind of, and I've got a few bullet points here. And you're going to notice the theme by the time we're done. The idea that we can all come to a place where we are there for a common purpose. Might sound familiar to some of you. Um, you know, there are, there might be some other places that we could say that. But the idea that we could all come together to a place for a common purpose. That purpose just to, to, to release from the stresses of the world, uh, to, to rest, to relax, to invest in those that matter most to us, uh, and, and to unwind and to experience some amazing uh, creativity that has been realized, that has been made you know, right there in front of us. People from all sorts of cultures and ideologies come to Disney Properties and even so, even though there's all sorts of you know differences and you know, ideas and things that are there represented by the individual people that come to these places that Disney owns, it remains to be a place of happiness and magic for all people that are there. And for me, that is one of the most powerful things about D- Disney Parks and one of the reasons why I love going there. Like, I'm not going to agree with, with everything that everybody says that, that I may meet or encounter, and that's okay, right? Because we're all there for the same reason. Right. It's it's totally common, totally regular to strike up conversations with with people that uh, you don't know. Like it, it's a thing. If you've never been to a Disney Park or if you have been, you know what I'm talking about. There's random conversations that you strike up with somebody on the bus or on the monorail or when you're you know waiting in line forever for a ride or, you know, when somebody accidentally spills their drink and or, or, or something. I mean, it's just the, the kindness that I've seen displayed at Disney. Not just from cast members, from but from guests towards each other, it's absolutely amazing, and that's one of the reasons why I love sending clients there. That's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed being a cast member during my time there as a cast member, uh, and that's one of the reasons why you know I just you know I just think it's such a neat, real neat place, a real neat place. Uh, thirdly, and this comes from um, th- this was inspired by uh, a few people now that have commented on my Facebook post from earlier but primarily by Kristen Baxter, uh, who's, uh, who's a, a friend of old from my, <laughs> of me. Uh, and I'm just going to read this out uh, the best I can here. Cast members, they're some of the best in the industry at guest service. They will often go above and beyond and out of their way. Most of the time, they are patient, kind, and very passionate about their jobs. They love seeing the joy that guests get on their faces when they are on Disney property. Um, Cast members are there for you. They're part of the reason why when you start, from the moment that you start planning your trip, from the moment that you start planning your trip, you are part of the story. And if you haven't been to Disney, cast members are not just people that you might see on stage on a show, uh, but they are the employees that work for Disney. If you've ever planned a trip yourself, maybe you've talked to someone on the phone. The, The reservation specialists that Disney has, those are cast members. They're part of the show. They're part of helping to make sure that you are, are part of the story and that you will have an amazing, incredible, uh, magical time. So, um, yeah, the cast members is all about the cast members. When I talk to people, when, when, when I've you know brought this question up before of what makes Disney magic magical, uh, cast members always, I would say nine times out of ten, are one of the first things that comes up in conversation. One of the first things that come up in conversation. So if you know a cast member, um, thank them. Give them a hug. If, if you've known one, if you're close to them, if they live in the same house as you, uh, just thank them for what they do. Uh, and they need to hear that. If you're going to Disney around the time of a reopening, thank them. Be kind to them, be patient to them, and let them know how awesome they are. There's a few ways that you can actually do that. Uh, On tonight's Travel Tips Tuesday, if you look at the series of hashtags that I have in the description, one of them is hashtag cast compliment. So if you ever want to thank a cast member for an awesome job that they've done or Uh, You know, they've, uh, you know, they've just done something really neat. Yes, there's some, you know, email addresses that you can send that are really long and full of lots of letters to guest relations and these things. You could tell a manager, you could say thank you to your face, but, you know, tweet them hashtag, you know, cast compliment, take a picture, you know, do it on Instagram, uh, you know, on Facebook, just let them know publicly that they are appreciated. Sometimes it'll get back to them. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes it'll bring joy to other cast members that may see that. That might brighten up their day and give them something they need to hear and that they need to experience. So, you know, for those of you that are Disney regulars, you've heard of thinking the Phoenicians. Spaceship Earth going to be open a little bit longer, by the way, Um, at Epcot. Think a cast member. Please, please, please do that. One of the other things that can make Disney magic so magical is the well-thought-out and immersive theming. That is everywhere. That's why I'm a big fan of staying on property at Disney Parks because of the incredible immersive theming. Again, also the interaction that you'll be able to have with cast members serving you, helping you, um, you know, have an amazing trip. So, uh, you know, there are uh, several things that we could address and, and and talk about for the theming that is so clear in many many places that you go, uh, and you know, th- of course, the castle is kind of the icon, sort of, of theming, probably at Walt Disney World. Every park has its own uh, icon and sort of sort of theme and 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 feel to it. But the theming, right? The theming. I mean, when I when I think about theming at Walt Disney World, I think about the sort of different. Park icons: the castle at Magic Kingdom, the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom, um, the uh, Spaceship Earth, the, the giant geodesic sphere, or the golf ball, as some people call it, <laughs> at Epcot, uh, or um, or even over at. Hollywood Studios, the icon there has actually changed several times. Uh, It was the Earful Tower for a little while, which is tall water power that's not there anymore. Uh, It was the Chinese Theater uh, that's there for a little while. Uh, It was the Sorcerer's Hat there for a little while. And then it was also the Tower of Terror, which is what it is now. Uh, So, uh, you know, those things change a little bit. So the theming and all of those things that I just named at all the parks is absolutely amazing. But even down to the restaurants, the menus, the, the the character interactions. Once you step foot on property, um, the the hotels, the decor of the hotels, I mean, Art of Animation, wow, it's a value resort. But you wouldn't really necessarily get that feel because there's a lot of really cool stuff to do there and at some of the other value resorts. You're kind of immersed in these uh, in these sort of universes of, of imagination and play, and they're really awesome places to be. And speaking of that, uh, Disney is a place where imagination can become your reality. And I love that idea because, you know, the the Disney Parks um, universe is not just, yes, it sort of started with a mouse. So partner statue, Magic Kingdom, you know, Walt Disney holding Mickey's hands, you know, the sort of well-known quote that's, that's on that. Um, that, that, that if you know anything about Walt Disney, you know he said this, that you know, let's not forget it all started with the mouse and it did. It came from one man's imagination, one man's dream. Hello, um, Disney's Hollywood Studios attraction there, but uh, it all came from this idea of, of one person. But the the parks, the experiences that you have boil down to lots and lots and lots of people, the influence of lots of people on those people that were imagineers, on those people that are cast members there now. And it's just incredible to see how all of that comes together for one amazing experience. So and, and you get to be as as a guest there as a cast member, you know, you get to be part of that. And it's just it's a really, really neat thing. Really special thing. One of the other things, kind of making it a little personal right now uh, for me, again, what makes Disney magical so magical, is seeing Disney through the eyes of a child. Seeing Disney through the eyes of a child. So if you've never done that, whether it's your grown child or your young child, again, going back to this question, how young is too young to take somebody to Disney? Well, um, the 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 thought behind that is like some people want to go because they don't want to waste all this money. They don't want to um they don't want to just you know be stressed out and worried about their young kids and nap times and changing diapers and you know babies in hot weather and whatever. Whatever it is. You know, they they don't want to be worried about all this stuff. But you know there's a moment that takes place. Right. One of the reasons why I am glad that we've been able to take our children uh, to Walt Disney World uh, when they were young uh, you know, just a handful of times, not not many times, um, was just being able to see that sort of twinkle in their eye when they realized, wow, okay, Tinkerbell is flying from Cinderella's castle while music is going on, while fireworks are going off. Like it's th- th- Tinkerbell's right there flying. I just saw Tinkerbell fly and just sort of that jaw dropping like, wow. Um, it's, it's just a really cool moment. It's a really fun memory to uh, be able to experience with your family and the people you hold most dear. Also, like when people go for their first visit and they have an incredible time, they're coming back just gushing about their experience. I mean, man, that's that's a really cool thing, right? There's no, um, I, really, I would really say that there's another place on this planet where people can go and experience things that they experience and come back with memories like they have. Yeah, you can go to the beach and have a good time. You can, you know, go on a cruise and maybe have a good time, whether it's a Disney cruise or not. But something about going into Walt Disney World or Disneyland or some of the other Disney parks around the world, uh, it's just a really special, a really unique experience, in regardless of, of, of your age. So I see some of you commenting there. I'm going to go back to those uh, here in just a minute. So thank you all. Keep commenting. I love to have a conversation with everybody. Um, so kind of going back to what I was saying a second ago, uh, you're part of the story from the moment you start dreaming and planning your trip. Because after all, even with Mr. Walt Disney himself, it started with a dream and it did. Uh, it started with a dream and that's something that I think that we can take into account that we need, we can take you know, forward into our life in a number of different ways that a lot of who we are um, starts off with a dream. It starts off with a very simple concept uh, that's sort of just sort of maybe this buzz in our ears that gets louder and louder over time. Uh and and until we decide to embrace it and becomes more real in front of us. And that's kind of what happened with uh with Disney Parks. You know, it's it's a real thing, it's there. Um, and then the very last thing that I have, and I'm gonna address some of your comments here in a second, and you give me just a minute to scroll back through for those. Um, your why can make a difference. Your why can make a difference. So what makes Disney magical magic magical? Your why can make a big difference in that. whether you're going to celebrate a honeymoon or you're going to celebrate um, you know a special occasion. Um, in, in in your life, somebody's graduation or somebody's birthday. Uh, speaking of birthdays, I went to Walt Disney World for Mickey's 90th about a year or so ago. Mickey and Minnie were celebrating their 90th birthday. And as I was leaving at extra magic hours, it's like 11 o'clock, Park was closing at 12 for extra magic hours this particular night. As I was leaving, there was a family coming in, large family, I don't know, 12, 15 people, something like that. This little old lady, keep in mind, it's 11 o'clock at night, this little old lady, on uh, an electric motor scooter, with like streamers and stuff attached to it, a big poster board on the back of it that basically said something like, "Uh, celebrating my 90th with Mickey. So this little lady celebrating her 90th birthday in Central Florida, um, at Walt Disney World at 11 o'clock at night with all these other people. Uh, just such a really cool thing to see. It's like those moments, right? Remember, remembering your why, being with the people that matter to you most, and creating some amazing memories that you can look back on. Like for a lot of people, uh, you know, those memories have been something that have sustained them over the past few months since we've been going through this crazy time in the world. Right? Um, it's been something that I've seen people live out at home. You know, all these you know, YouTube videos and stuff that you see online, uh, you know, Facebook pictures, memes, GIFs, whatever uh, that pop up, people are creating their own Disney magic at home. There's a whole hashtag about it that you can go and follow and look up if you want. I think it's like Disney at Home or something like that. Um, so, you know, it, it's just, a. it can be a really cool thing. Remembering your why. I talk about that all the time. That's one of the real basic sort of tenets about my philosophy As it has to do with travel planning and sort of um, experiencing life, really. So, um, anyway, so give me just a second. I'm going to get real close uh, to the um, bone real quick as I'm doing this, and I'm going to check some of your comments. If you do have any comments, if you have any questions, if you want to let me know why you think... A dizzy magic is magical, or what makes it so magical? Please let me know. I would love to know that. I'm still here, I promise. For those of you that are listening on the podcast. All right. My friend Justin Kennedy says Aaron Jack Bauer loves this stuff. That's awesome, Justin. Aaron, if I think I may have seen you on a little bit ago. I'm real glad you like this stuff, man. Would love to have you on this sometime if you're willing. It would be a lot of fun. Uh Jonathan David Clark says never too young for Disney. My wife gave birth to my oldest and eldest in pop century. Okay, not really, but you get the point. So again, I'd not screened that before, but uh yeah, so you're not uh you never too never too young for it. So a lot of y'all are hopping on tonight. Thank you for that. Um, this has been a real great conversation. Again, if you're listening to this later, if you want to just email, my, email me, my email address is in the description. Uh, it'll be the same for the podcast and the show notes there. You can look that up. Uh, John Rogers at TravelMation.net. Would love to talk to you about this stuff because it's just fun. You know, it's just fun stuff. Um, to close tonight, I want to focus on a thought that has been rolling around in my head, all day long. And this is kind of your moment of, uh, of, of gold, as it were. Getting back down to the, to the bottom here. So I want to focus on one thing as we kind of close this up uh, for, for this for this time. To close, uh, let's think about this. It was inspired by a brief Facebook exchange that I had with another Travelmation agent today. His name is Paul Up. Um, He's an older gentleman, but an amazing guy that is very passionate about serving people well. Uh, So thank you, Paul, for that. Um, And this is the thought. It came from a conversation that we kind of had about dreaming and, and travel and doing. At the end of the day, let's not be afraid to continue to dream. Let us be intentional about gathering around the dinner table or video chat with those that we hold most dear. And let us dream together. Dream about new travel destinations. Talk about amazing travel memories of days gone by. Dream about a wonderful world full of hope, unity, and promise. Don't get stuck in the now. Live in it. But push yourself forward. Give others hope. Push yourself forward into future promise by becoming an active participant and helping your own dreams become a reality. Let me read that again. Live in the now. Become a part of it. But push yourself forward into future promise by becoming an active participant in helping your own dreams become reality. If you need some help with your dreams becoming a reality, what that looks like for you in in the travel world, um, please let me know. I would love to help you talk about that. I would love to help you dream. But you know, there's, there may be some other ways that you can apply that statement I just read, and and I hope you do that. hope it makes sense uh, to you. So uh, I really do appreciate you all joining me tonight. Um, again, in, in about three weeks, we're going to have a very special guest on Travel Tips Tuesday, Adam Duckworth, who's the president and founder of Travel Nation, the travel agency that I'm associated with. He's also a mutual friend of mine uh with some other people that I know outside of uh, the travel world. So it'd be really cool to kind of have a chat with him. So looking forward to that moment. If you have any questions uh, for me, as far as travel planning goes, would love to talk to you again. There's lots of really cool things that you could do as far as travel goes. You could go on a, you could plan a cruise for, you know, a year or two from now Uh, you could plan a trip to some amazing domestic destinations and not even have to have a passport to go anywhere. I'm talking to a lot of people about beach trips, Um, You know, so there's a lot of really cool stuff that you can do. You don't have to sit on your hands right now. Um, There's some places that you can go safely uh, and intentionally and have a great time and create some great memories. So I do hope that you all are well. I'm looking forward to uh, our conversations over the next few weeks. If you have any more questions for me, uh, please shoot them my way. Thank you again. This has been Travel Tips Tuesday, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.